gonna be my lucky Welcome to Play Ball, the show that's all about having fun and playing the best sport in the world. So get ready for some baseball. Each week, we'll catch up with some of the brightest stars in the big When a hitter feels really good, he's going to hit everything right here. This week's star is none other than the man they call Chuck Nasty, Colorado Rockies, Charlie Blackman. Charlie shows me how he plays the outfield at high altitude. Balls just seem to travel a little bit further, especially when it gets hot. And we'll also check out what's going on in youth baseball around the country. So get out there and play ball. It's a fun, safe way to play with friends and get some fresh air. Out of boy. Good job. And who knows? You just might run into us out there. Hi, I'm Eric Burns. You might know me from MLB Network, but I actually used to play a little ball myself. Burns cranks it to deep left field. Out of the wall, Burns goes. This one he got. He got him timed it perfectly. Eric Burns stealing second base. Run, Burns, he runs. So do you play ball? Our special guest today sure does. It's none other than Colorado Rockies stud center fielder, Charlie Blackman. This guy has made himself into an elite player in Colorado. Blackman is one of the leading candidates for most valuable player. What a season he has had. We're here with Rockies All-Star. Outfielder Charlie Blackman, take me back to when you first started playing baseball. I was a big wiffle ball guy, and, and that's where the roots of my baseball game started, is playing with the little yellow bat in the yard. I would make my sister play, I would make all the neighbor kids play, and we did other things like football and basketball and that kind of thing, but my first choice was always wiffle ball. Growing up, what sports did you play? I was a big believer in doing everything. I just loved playing, I loved getting outside, and I really enjoyed the competition. So I was playing whatever season it was at the time. I played soccer when I was younger, and then as I got into high school, I played football, basketball, and baseball. And each sport has its own uniqueness, and I think having that background where I did a little bit of everything really helps me now that I'm just focusing on baseball. So when you grew up, you were a pitcher and you ended up going to college and you pitched in college. Right. At your junior college. Right. And then you ended up transferring to Georgia Tech. At that point, when did you decide that you wanted to become a hitter? I was a good junior college pitcher, good enough to get recruited to go to Georgia Tech, which at the time was my dream school, mostly because it was a really good academic school. You know, if nothing else, I would have a good degree, I would be able to get a good job, and I would be, you know, successful in life. My first season didn't go so well. I didn't pitch much the first year, and that summer, I just went out to a summer league, and I just missed baseball. I really wanted to play again. I just wanted to get back out on the field. So I went out that summer, and told the coach that I was a, a hitter, outfielder, pitcher, all that kind of stuff. I just wanted to play as much baseball as I could. When you went back to Georgia Tech, you then at that point began hitting, had a big year, and ended up getting drafted, this time as a hitter. Right. You since have developed into one of the best players in the game. How? I keep a really simple approach. 
and I think it comes from the way I was brought up and the way I played when I was younger and it's the mentality that if you just get a little bit better each day eventually over a long period of time you'll become good at whatever it is you choose to do. This ball's well hit to right guard. Home run for Blackman. You know, I really enjoy competition, so I like playing against the best. And sometimes when you play against the best, things don't always go well. If things just came easy to me all the time, I would really have no reason to try and make an adjustment or try and get better. Hit again, deep to right. Touch him all, Charlie Blackman. There's been plenty of failure in my career, and I'm thankful for that because that's given me something to learn from and hopefully get better each time. Baseball is fun for Charlie Blackman right now. When did the beard start? Right before the 2014 season. Um, I actually showed up to spring training with the beard. It was, it was a new look, big change for me, and that was the first year that I made the team out of camp. That first year, I became an all-star. From the Colorado Rockies, Charlie Blackman. I don't want to attribute everything to the beard, but it definitely helped. This ball touched a little bit right center field. What a season for Charlie. My teammates think that my look is a little eccentric. You know, I, I look like I look because I think it looks good. You know what I think is really working for Charlie Blackman? His beard. It's a part of me now. I've had it for a few years. It doesn't bother me as much as you might think. Got a playoff beard going. Chuck Nasty. How'd you get the nickname? A few years ago, uh, I was hurt at the time, and the Rockies had approached me and asked me, do you want to try this Twitter thing? It's a great way to interact with fans. So I said, yeah, sure, that, that sounds like a lot of fun. And then they asked me, what do you want your Twitter handle to be? And I just spit out Chuck Nasty uh, with a Z. How about that? A holder for Chuck Nasty. Had I known that that was going to follow me throughout my career, I might have spent a little more time on it. But looking back, I mean, I, I think it kind of captures the essence of who I am. You are Chuck, and that beard is nasty. Perfect. Now, it's time for a question from our Playball Reporter, presented by Chevy. Hi, I'm Italian. I'm from Texas. Who has the best hair on your team? I'm going to give it to Mark Trumbo. I got the best hair on the team. Chris Bryant? <laughs> Me, duh. I should probably know that. He's got uh, hair gel in his hair every day. The hair and everything, I just don't think he's made for the outdoors. Chris has some pretty good hair when he grows it. He's got the curls. Now it goes back to Chris. You know, I said he's got, he doesn't have the hair for the outdoors, but I'll give him the best hair best on the team. The That's team. right. Up next, Chuck Nasty and I tour the grounds in Colorado. If you have the opportunity, it's always best to roll on the wall. Then we take a walk to the park with Charlie. My commute is a little shorter than most everybody else. Plus, all the best plays in MLB Mashup. See you later! Playball is brought to you by Chevrolet, the official vehicle of Major League Baseball. Hi, I'm Andrew McCutcheon of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Andrew McCutcheon. And he's hot right now. McCutcheon laid it out to make the catch. Andrew McCutcheon walks it off. Plays the Jolly Roger. Do you play ball? This ball is well hit center field. And laying out making the catch is Charlie Blackman. 
What a play by Chuck Nasty. Charlie Blackman reached as high as he could and snagged it. That is textbook outfield play by Charlie Blackman. So, this is, in my opinion, the most difficult center field in all of baseball play. What's the difference between playing outfield here at Coors Field as opposed to playing at any other stadium? The atmosphere is thinner here, and balls just seem to travel a little bit further, especially when it gets hot. Balls in the air to fairly deep center field, actually really deep center field. Little big catch out there by Blackman. What's the hardest play for you? A ball to your right, a ball to your left, a ball straight in, or a ball over your head? Great question. I think the toughest play for me is when a guy takes a really big swing and it looks like he's crushed the ball and he ends up hitting it off the end of the bat and you can't really tell. He thought that that ball was hit better than it was. On the same night that Austin Jackson made the play where he ended up flipping over the fence. Jackson back, leaps at the bullpen wall. Austin Jackson with the catch of the year. And that was all the rave around Major League Baseball. But on that same night, you made a play here that I thought was every bit as difficult, if not more difficult, than the play that Austin Jackson made. Hit pretty well to center field. Charlie Blackman going back at the wall. Leaps and made the catch! Crashed into the wall and then hung onto the ball. What a play by Charlie Blackman. I'll give you my case. Give so, it to me. I so, want to hear this. So my ball was hit more or less directly over my head. Uh, that makes the route a little bit tougher to get to. And you can either choose to run or look at the ball. And then at that point, you just kind of hope for the best. A beautiful leaping grab. Hit that wall hard and got back up. This is a great lesson for kids at home. I've demonstrated this several times in Studio 42. And then ended up over here. But when you run into a wall, like if you go stiff into that wall, and also the other thing, if you tense up before you hit the wall, there's a lot more likelihood of you getting hurt. You catch the ball, and then at that point, you, you try and brace as best you can. Bang against the fence, an amazing catch by Charlie Blackman. If you had the opportunity, it's always best to roll on the wall or to not pancake. You pancake the wall, you're in trouble. That this is a pancake. <laughs> you pancake the wall, you're probably not getting up real fast. Yep. Charlie Blackman, good man, dude. Appreciate you. That was awesome, dude. Hi, kids. I'm Andrew McCutcheon. Let's take a look at this week's Chevy Team of the Week. shows us his daily commute to Coors Field. Then, Charlie and I get animated and circle the bases. Plus, the best plays of the week in MLB National. Play Ball is brought to you by Scott's. Scott's has everything you need to take care of your lawn. To learn more easy tricks on how to care for your lawn, visit scotts.com. Scott's, it's good out here.
This week, Chicago Cubs all-star first baseman Anthony Rizzo attended a ribbon-cutting ceremony at Lori Children's Hospital in Chicago. Rizzo donated $3.5 million through the Anthony Rizzo Family Foundation to fund programs supporting patients and families dealing with cancer. Congratulations to the Japan Little League team for winning the 2017 Little League World Series. The big leaguers get to be like kids this weekend with Little League-like uniforms and wearing their nicknames on the back of their jerseys instead of their last name. The bats, the socks, I mean, just a really fun weekend for these big leaguers who seem to have really enjoyed the shoes. What we have seen some of these guys doing with their shoes this weekend has been pretty incredible. The details. It's got to be the shoes. Everyone's having fun with it. They got the socks, they got the batting gloves, they got the full bats. Chances for guys to show some personality. It's fun. This is their first time doing it. It's exciting to see what guys are going to be wearing. It's fun for the fans. It's fun for us. You can kind of let loose a little bit. You can show your personality a little bit, too. Barris Strange. Who could that be? Barris Strange. That's D. Gordon. Man. Boomstick. That's his nickname. And Major League Baseball allows us to do some pretty cool things. It's fun. I know us players have fun with it. This is really cool how they did this this weekend. These are grandkids edition, as you know. Flacco Fuerte means skinny, strong. And he says he plays for the kids, and we've talked about it before. When you say Mr. Smile, how can you not smile? And that's what he wants Major League Baseball and kids watching across America to think when they see him play. Well, you watch him play, and you will smile. Braver of Rain is bringing it today. He makes the park look small. It's not nearly as good as his brother, Kyle, who went with Corey's brother. Yeah, that, that is definitely one of the tops in the league. His nickname is Cruz. It should be Crush. Goodness! Cruz has done it again. Hopefully, that'll be a big hit with the fans, and we'll continue it for years to come. That stuff is great for baseball. Touch him all time for Charlie Blackman. You can easily make a case he's in the NL MVP discussion. Whoa, did Charlie Blackman put a charge into that baby? Did Blackman click another? You bet! You would think that with the kind of year Rockies All-Star center fielder Charlie Blackman is having, he'd get the star treatment in Denver. What if I told you that he was still anonymous enough to walk to the ballpark every day? So my commute, a little shorter than, than most everybody else. Uh, I, I'm just gonna walk real sneaky-like, incognito. Got my hat on and my shades. Nobody's gonna recognize me. It's, it's the beauty of Denver. I, I fit right in, everybody else has a beard. So I, I'm just gonna walk to the park. How you doing? That sense of privacy is fine with Blackman. Fitting into the Denver community is a key element of his comfort. The beauty of Denver is it, it is a smaller market. We aren't always in the spotlight. And, and it's easy to maybe feel like we deserve more recognition or hey we've got Nolan Arenado and people need to know how good he is. Nolan's hit it out. He is amazing. I personally prefer being under the radar. If you're a Rockies fan, you're loving life these days. But the Rockies to me have no doubt been the biggest surprise. I like Denver for a lot of reasons. It has a ton of character. Nobody takes themselves too seriously here, and if you look kind of grungy, you fit right in. So originally, uh, I started growing the beard, and it was a rebellious thing. Uh, I just wanted to do something different that wasn't part of the norm. Get a playoff beard going. They're believing in the uh, rally beard. Uh, and, and really, I realized that you know, I needed to be focused on 
being happy with myself and what I wanted to do. And I think that helped me with my baseball career. Shake your hand. Yeah, man. Oh, my God, brother. How are you? Oh, my God. What an Dude, honor to meet I like you. your shirt. I Thank loved you. it. I'll come to the ball field and see you. Wow. Come on, dude. Thank you. There you go. Have a good one. People are going to think we planned that. Yeah. But you can't play that. Earlier on, we're, we're, I'm eating the French toast and doing the interviews. And then as we get closer to game time, I, I start to get my body ready to play. And then we hit batting practice. And then I start to get my mind ready to play. And then 7 o'clock game time, it all comes together. Charlie Blackman is one of the league candidates for National League Most Valuable Player. This week, we went to Battery Park, where for the second consecutive year, more than 700 Goldman Sachs employees played wiffle ball to raise over $150,000 for Dream. Big day here at Goldman Sachs, our second annual wiffle ball tournament to benefit Dream and our 2,500 young people in East Harlem, the South Bronx, and Newark, New Jersey. This event this year is bigger and better than uh, in the past, thanks to MLB's involvement. Formerly known as Harlem RBI and the Dream Charter School, Dream works with boys and girls every year in after school and summer programs designed to provide each and every kid with the opportunity to recognize their potential and realize their dreams. We thought it'd be great to partner with them and support them in, you know, in a program that involved playing baseball. With our initiatives surrounding the game, this is a great marriage and, and something that we look forward to doing more of. The Kids of Dream got a chance to get out and keep score while the Goldman Sachs employees engaged in a head-to-head -head grudge match. I think the key mission for Dream gives kids an incentive to make sure they're still participating in school. It ties in the ability for them to play baseball and the fact that they've got a connection that makes sure that they're still continuing to go to school because they want to play baseball is incredibly powerful. As the tournament advanced, the heat of competition rose. You know, Goldman Sachs is a competitive place, but it really is built around teamwork. Whatever their efforts and whatever the final score, the bottom line is a huge win for kids. One, two, three! Hey, dream! Let's check out your submissions in this week's Youth Baseball Flipbook, presented by Chevrolet. Are you in it this week? If not, just have your parent or guardian tweet us, at MLB Network, with the hashtag PlayBall, or post your video on Instagram with the hashtag Play ball. That's a game-changing play right there. This guy is absolutely amazing. We can't get enough of seeing all of you having fun playing baseball, so keep these photos and videos coming. Hey, kids, it's time for some trivia. Do you know what being a spark plug means? Get your answers ready. We'll tell you right after the break. And stay tuned as we drop some fun and circle the bases. If you could play another position on the field, what would it be? Plus, the best plays of the week in MLB Mashup. Welcome back to Play Ball. Now for our trivia question. Do you know what being a spark plug means? Get your guesses ready and take a look at this. Boy, what a spark plug. He's yeah. had tons of energy. He was a spark plug. Puts a lot of pressure on his defense. Described by his manager as a spark. Some power, his speed, defense. That's the kind of player he's been. They were in need of a spark. Just wanted to be a little bit of a spark plug. Just electric energy. It was a spark plug. You feed up of that. That was an igniter. There's a spark plug right there. 
A spark plug is a player known for his aggressive, never-say-die attitude who may help to spark his team into a rally or a win. So if you guessed that, you're right. Now, let's get back to the show. Time to circle the bases now with Charlie Black. I mean, Charlie, first base, what's your favorite celebration that you do with your teammates? I like the water cooler dump. That was well-deserved. But it only counts if they don't know it's coming, so you get that shock face. 48,000 every single night. Move fast, man. Move Let's go! Second base, if you could play another position on the field, what would it be? I really would like to pitch. Two other times he was drafted, but as a pitcher both of those times. Not a lot, like maybe one batter. Throw back to first base, might be doubled up. Got him on a one-hopper by Charlie Blackman. Third base, what's your favorite moment so far from your time in the big leagues? I think the very first time I made the team in spring training. But here's the major league debut offensively of Charlie Blackman. Just to be there for the first game for the national anthem and to know that I was a big leaguer. Base hit to right field. Charlie Blackman has his first major league hit. Coming home, the best piece of advice out there for the kids watching today. I think you got to try hard, and I think you need to be a good person. And if you do those two things, you're going to be all right. When you talk about an MVP candidate, this guy's been fabulous. He deserves to be mentioned as one of the elite players in the game. All right, let's end the show with the best plays of the week in MLB mashup. Due to severe storms and flooding from Hurricane Harvey, this series has been moved to St. Petersburg, Florida. That doesn't mean we can't play baseball. We hope that tonight will be a welcome diversion for those suffering back at home. Worth high and deep. See you later. Welcome back, Jason Worth. Here comes. Bring out a medicine stretch him out. Strasburg has done it. A complete game. One hit shut up by Dylan Bundy. 1,500 career strikeouts, faster than anybody in history for Chris Sale. There's the base hit number 2,000, Brandon Phillips. This is unbelievable. Five hits in game one, three hits in game two. Have a day. Again, and it didn't take long. Giancarlo just keeps on crushing. Stay tuned when the 